All right, y'all. Welcome to the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I'm your host, CL The Source. Thank you once again for tuning in. And today I have a very important guest that I'm bringing on board. It's my sis. Uh, We've got some important conversations to talk about. And I think it is going to uh, provide tremendous value to anybody that's listening. And, you know, my hope is after we have this conversation that if it relates and connects to you, hopefully it can provide some hope and some some good kind of um, direction for you in your life that just helps, you know, get yourself to a better place, whatever, whatever it does for you, hopefully it moves you in a better place. But today, as you can see, I have a special guest. Um, her name is Liz Organo. That's my sis right there. Um, what's up, sis? How you doing? Good, and yourself? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for making the time out and doing this. We've been meaning to do this for a while, huh? I know. What, a month or two? I know. We've been like back and forth on the text trying to get this sorted out. <laughs> you know, we almost didn't even make it happen today. That was a that's a funny fact is uh, I was trying to get her to, you know, find a quiet place in the house she's in. And she was like, yes, yeah, a madhouse right now. So it is. <laughs> uh, she was about to do it in the car. And I was like, you know, it's cool. Let's do it in the car then. But she she managed to find a space and looks like she got Winnie the Pooh in the background with with a pot of honey. (laughs) My niece made that. (laughs) Oh, awesome. Niece is super talented. I can see that. I can literally tell that was Winnie the Pooh. How old's your niece? Uh, She is a freshman. My oldest is a freshman in high school. Um, And then her sister is in first grade. Dope. That's dope. That's a super cool piece back there, too. So I can see she's an aspiring artist. Yeah, she is. She's really talented. She's in like cheerleading. She's studious. She's like the ideal daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. She's That's too awesome. pretty. That's awesome. You know, um, and I could tell you're very family oriented, Liz. You know what I mean? That's which is dope. You know, um, you're exactly. You're 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 Filipino, so I think that's kind of embedded in our culture. I'm Filipino as well, obviously. So family is super important to me. It's always family first for sure. And, you know, I know that that's for sure about you too. I kind of got that sense from when I first met you. (laughs) (laughs) Always. How big is your family, by the way? Um, shoot, really big. Really? You got one of the big old Filipino families? I want a big family. Well, just (laughs) me and my siblings, there's four of us, two girls, two boys um my cousins I have basically a they say we can have like our own baseball team oh my gosh that's crazy that's our crazy. Football team actually sorry a lot <laughs> hey, Filipinos man we got some big ass families I'm not gonna lie like uh on the other side of my family's like like my uh my auntie's side she got like 14 15 brothers and sisters with hella kids of their own like Filipinos I don't know if that was intentional or they just didn't know how to find no damn condoms (laughs) (laughs) we We just love the company oh for real yeah now for real family is huge in our culture which I always appreciate like um fortunately I'm so thankful that like I'm super close to my family I'm glad that you are too and and Cheyenne is, uh, you know, being able to grow up in an environment like that for sure, right? So, yeah. Um, 
which is one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on here, you know, talking about family and, you know, I know that you're a new mother, your, your daughter just turned one, uh, about a month ago. Was it about yeah. a month ago? Yeah. August. Yeah. She just turned one. So, you know, and prior to us recording, you were telling me that she is basically in her terrible twos right now, climbing all over stuff and all of that stuff. So <laughs> how, how's, how is motherhood going for you? It's doing great. I love it. I'm learning every day. Um, she is a handful right now, but I know it's all worth it. <laughs> she is absolutely adorable too. And I know that you take motherhood very, very seriously. Um, so yeah. serious to the point where uh, if you want to show that new tattoo that you got on your arm, you got baby Cheyenne on your arm right there. Of course. Get her, man. That's it's crazy. It's looks- so dope. Shout out to Ian at, hold on, let me find his um, Instagram. No, the, the shop he works at because I don't want to butcher the name because I've been hearing it. The show. Oh, and it's such a dope piece. I saw you post it on Instagram and I was like, oh my God. She, it, it literally looks just like Shy. If y'all ever seen Shy before, it, it literally looks just like her. I'll show you the um, the comparison too. But basically, uh, he works at Rich in Flesh Tattoo in Livermore. Okay. Shout out to Ian. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Rich in Flesh Tattoo in Livermore. And what was the name of uh, bro? Ian. Ian, shout out to Ian, man. That was a dope piece. We see you out here, man. That's work. That's art. And prior to us recording, oh, go ahead. Let me see that. Oh, no, I was going to show you the The original picture? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you can't see it. Yeah, it's all Uh good. We'll post it. We'll post it on Instagram or something like that after the the, um, episode is recorded. But uh, prior to us recording, you were telling me that it was like a 12 hour session. And I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Just because it was um, a portrait of her. So he wanted to make sure that it still looked like her because it's rare to find an artist who will be able to incorporate like a picture into a tattoo. Mm. So um, this was actually one of his first like real big tattoos. Really? Yeah. Um, So he draws, but he doesn't really, or he just started doing tattoos like about a year ago. And he did one portrait of um, a little girl and I liked it and that was the only one that he's ever done wow yeah and so I was like well should I trust him so I was like okay let's just do it just do it because I like always wanted um, a picture or I was already planning to get a picture of her but I was looking for an artist to do it and all of, like the major artists in the Bay Area was super busy. So I was like, okay, well, let me try him out. At first it was supposed to be a lion. Um, and then like two days prior to getting it tattooed, I was like, oh, can we um, just use my daughter's face because I really want want that. And so he's like, well, um, it's gonna be a longer session because of the realism that the tattoo will need mm-hmm. and so I was like okay that's fine and so he's like well it's going to be about 10 to 12 hours Ooh. 
<laughs> and I said, okay, well, it's worth it. Let's do it. I go, I asked him too. I was like, is it going to be a split sessions or is it going to be split sessions? And he said, uh, well, it's up to you. Um, I suggest that we do it all in one day or one session just so we don't lose any like any details or anything like that. So we did it in one day. And it came out super dope too. And that's dope no. that this is only his, I think you mentioned his second portrait. So kudos to you for, for, you know, allowing him to do that because I mean, a lot of people probably would have been kind of scared off because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exercised uh, or not exercised but he didn't really have much experience in that field just yet so for you to trust him with that was was kudos to you and it came out great so shout out to the boy ian man right on that shit looks clean so you know anybody gonna get tatted up you know check him out over at that uh at that shop for sure but um clearly you getting your daughter's portrait painted you know tattooed on your uh on your arm she means a great deal to you so can you tell me, you know, what it means to you of like, um, you know, what, what being a mother means to you so far? Um, it means everything. It means dropping all the nonsense from the past or plans in the future um, to circle around her. Mm. Like she is everything I've ever dreamed of um she's my best friend it's just the best feeling ever (laughs) that's awesome that's that's seriously beautiful that bond between a mother and daughter is like no other you know and our mother and mother and child right really because it's she's such a huge piece of you you created her you know what I mean you and your partner obviously but like she is just she's you she and I'm pretty sure you probably already see a lot of similarities from your personality that already kind of run through her. Is that, is that correct? Would you say that's correct? Oh my gosh. She looks dead on like her daddy, but her personality, <laughs> my mom tells me every single day she has my attitude. Oh, like, wow. A straight mini me, like the, like the attitude, it reminds my mom of me. She's like, you're a little Liz. You're a little Liz. <laughs> you look like your daddy, but you're Liz. <laughs> so cute. That is so cute. And she's she's talking a little bit right now, right? Like she's yeah. Yeah. That is well. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, I wish she would say mama, but she says data a lot. <laughs> she she'll get there. She'll get there eventually. I was with my uh, friends last night and I spent time with my little niece and she's like almost two. I think she's going to be two. I'm not sure if it's this year or next year, but either way, she's still very small. She's running around, but she's so cute. And it's just so fun to, you know, watch children's mannerisms because they're so curious. They're so excited. They're so like naturally happy and playful. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's, it's just so cool to watch like, they don't need all this crazy stuff to make them happy. You know what I mean? They need bubbles. They need looking at like, you know, looking at like plants, you know what I'm saying? And it's just so awesome to kind of see them just so their spirit is so alive. And um, I see that in Cheyenne too, because she's just so playful, you know, she's not, yeah, she's so happy. She's scared at first, but when she warms up to you, she really like, you know, 
she she becomes playful she laughs she's just yeah. like joyous and it's such a beautiful thing you know what i mean i'm sure you you enjoy that about you know being with your daughter too huh yes <laughs> it's the joy yeah and, and that's a great way to kind of segue into to what i was going to ask you next what are what are some of the joys of mother, motherhood for you that you've kind of picked up on so far um just waking up and being with her every day it's the best feeling watching her grow uh her little personality coming out like the little things she does learning on her own um just having like a little mini best friend for life it's the best (laughs) what are some what are some of the challenges that you have with motherhood right now um I am really scared that what the future or like how she'll be raised especially in the world we are today Mm. and especially because of the whole like um black lives matter stuff she is part black so like i am like every day hoping that the world gets better just because i don't want her to grow up with hate i teach her a lot of love um so i hope that helps but you can only do so much as a parent because you can't really protect them 24 7 you can't be there to like take the bullet for them or like take the rap for them so it's kind of hard um I just really hope that um I instill a good future for her um that's the only major challenge I mean there's like challenges where she doesn't listen she has attitude but that changes and it comes with motherhood. Yeah, I can imagine that's a, a huge responsibility, you know, and um, it's interesting that you say that because the climate of the world that we live in right now is clearly, um, it's it's very shaky to say the very least, right? Um, yeah. You know, before I even continue on that thought, I really want to kind of just like also as as kind of shaky as it is, you know, we are in 2021 and we also have made tremendous progress from where we were before, even though, you know, the news televises how crazy it is. And, you know, it's constantly fear mongering and, and, you know, we should be well aware that there is a lot of crazy stuff going on, but we have made a lot of progress as humanity, as people, there's still a lot of atrocities, a lot of, you know, injustices, a lot of um, unnecessary things that, that are happening and violent acts, a lot of, a lot of, suffering going on for sure but at the same time there are there is so much more awareness I want to say and I feel like more people are actually you know they're coming to the call I guess you know what I mean and you know standing up for what's right standing up for injustices making progress trying to make a difference in the world so going back to what you were saying you you only hope that the world gets better I think that is the case I like to believe that things are getting better um, rather than focus on a lot of the the bad stuff uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm not aware that there's bad stuff going on. It's, you know, you turn on your phone, you go on Instagram, you're going to see something bad, like almost all the time, you know, yeah. you turn on the news, hardly ever they're reporting anything good, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So, yeah. And, you know, like, I'm so happy to hear that you take that responsibility very serious because 
you know, what you're going to do is you're going to help model a, a citizen. Like she's going to grow up to be a citizen in this world. Right. And she's going to be able to contribute to the world and to the society and to help make this world a better place. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you're doing a great job with that. Sorry. Hold on. Give me a sec. My nephew's fine. It's all good. Sorry, y'all. Just a brief pause in the action here, but um, we got Liz back. Liz, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but what I was saying, continuing my thought um, was really just, I'm so happy that you take that responsibility as a mother seriously. And um, because that's going to help raise a model citizen, that's going to help make the world a better place for all of us, for my my future kids, for everybody's future kids, for all of us. And, you know, um, I, I actually am very optimistic about the uh, future for a lot of these newer generations because they're a lot smarter than we were or than we are, I think, to be honest with you. Like they're picking things up faster. They have access to a lot of different resources that can really help them kind of mold what they believe in and everything like that. Obviously, it's a it's a much different landscape than we grew up and, and our parents grew up and our parents' parents grew up in. But I think that... Um, the future is bright for a lot of, uh, you know, our, the, the newer generation. But um, I did want to say that um, I'm so happy that you're also like raising her in a lot of love. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think that um, love is such an important ingredient. And it's probably the, like, in my opinion, it's the strongest power in this world. And I feel like with love, we can conquer anything. And that sounds like some hippy dippy shit. But I really believe that, you know what I mean? And if we just like took the time to kind of like approach things more from a, a loving standpoint rather than a fearful standpoint or a judgmental standpoint, I think things could be better. We can communicate better. Things can get done better. So kudos to you for, for you know, choosing that approach and raising your daughter. But um, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, prior to becoming a mother, what, what was your kind of like idea of um, what a mother should be? That is the hardest definition or question because a lot of people ask it. Um, there is no right definition of what a mother or what a good mother is, but I believe it's just like any woman who can overcome any obstacle um, in their life. A woman willing to better her life for her child or children um a mother who instills love and the good in her children yeah uh, I, that's uh that's beautiful i think that's uh i think that's natural right for sure and um you seem to embody all of that so i'm curious what was life like prior to you know baby girl cheyenne um <laughs> <to> this world <laughs> it was reckless um I did not care what was gonna happen to me I was naive careless spontaneous what happens happens um just young <laughs> yeah I've been there for a damn <laughs> sad in many ways, that still kind of um, is is in me. Uh, it's something that I try to work at every day and improving myself. Would you say that, um, you know, having shy, like kind of 
you know, helped you kind of see life in a different light? Yeah, it actually really has. It changed my life tremendously. Um, just not as an individual to this world, but like a, a person. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, you cut out real quick. Can you say the last part again? Just as an overall person. Just as an overall person. Yeah, that's that's dope. You do you feel like your mission in life just like completely changed? Obviously, you're not just living for yourself anymore, right? Yeah. Or another human person that like literally needs you. You know, I mean, needs you to be your best self, right? They need you to be healthy. They need you to be taking care of yourself because you're, you know, if you love them, like we say, we love them. We got to protect them with everything that we got and be the best versions of ourselves, right? So that's dope. I'm like. Like, that's why, like, I know that, like, um, you know, because I've been around shy, like, she's going to be raised around a lot of love for sure. And she's going to be raised confidently. And she's going to be a strong little girl. I can already sense that in her right now, because she's so like, she's so curious. Um, I think I've seen her several times on your Instagram trying to climb on some shit like, oh, my God. To be real, that's one of my biggest fears in in becoming a parent eventually when I do, you know, God willing. But I just, I'm going to get my kids some helmets, like, <laughs> but I know it's part of the program, though. It's, it's, it's inevitably going to happen, right? Yeah. Earlier, you can't be with them every step of the way. And it's, you would like to, but it just, it just isn't possible. That's why, like, for real, like I mentioned, that's one of my biggest fears, because, like, when I see a kid run, I get super, (laughs) like, because they're never looking where they're running, like, they're just running, and I'm like, yes, you are about to fall and bust your head, and I'm like, damn, that's why I'm just about to get a bubble for my baby. (laughs) I wish I could get that for shy, but no, but no, for (laughs) real, though, that that's something I'm going to have to overcome, because I know eventually when I do have kids, again, God willing. But like, if, if I do have kids, like I have to overcome that fear too, because like, they're going to go through those situations. And you know, what's interesting, like, um, I'm not a parent, but I I do notice that like different parenting styles, when, when, when I've seen my friends or my cousins, kids, or my relatives, kids like fall and like hit their head or like, just like scratch themselves or just, and they start crying rather than like, um and I love this approach but rather than like coddling them right away like oh poor baby it's okay like a lot of people I've seen lately they've been like approaching it from more like oh you're good you're good like you're good you're good right like look you're good you know because then the kid starts to like change their relationship to pain change their relationship to like what's had the uncomfortability and they're kind of like oh this is not so bad I don't need to you know what I mean and then yeah, it's not as worse as it is exactly exactly do you do you kind of like put that out there for shy a little bit yeah that's actually really funny because um I was with family yesterday and my brother-in-law um the other day shy had fell or something happened and he's like no one panic or no one say like oh my gosh or like tend to her because children will see it as like, oh, I need to react to it. So they'll start crying, um, even though they're not hurting. Mm -hmm. Like, it's comforting to them that you're going, you're approaching them, like comforting them. 
when it's not as of a big deal. So the way that he did it, he was like, just say you're okay. And then Shy looked at him and was like, okay, I guess he doesn't care. Or like he, it doesn't hurt. And so she was like, she just went about it herself. And I that's said, dope. okay, I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> that's, that's super dope. And it, and I can imagine, like, again, I'm not a parent, but I can imagine though when your child is crying or she hurts, she hurts themselves. Like it's, it's like you feel the pain in yourself and you're just like, you want to do everything to like comfort the baby and, and the kid, you know what I mean? So like, I get how that can be difficult for, for a parent, but when I see that, when I see like parents kind of like exercise that strategy, I'm like, yo, that's dope because I kind of see what it does like for the kid. Cause I could, I could see the progression of the child's face. Like when it's happening, like they're about to fall out and cry. But like, when you kind of, you're just like, no, you're good. You're good. Right. Look, like you showed them, like, it's not as bad as like it feels or, you know, because all of that stuff is new to them. Right. Like, so, you know, they, you know, like, and I, I feel like that just sets them up later for, for, you know, just being stronger, being a little bit more resilient. And, um, and I love that approach because again, that, that makes me feel a lot more confident for like the children in the next generation, the future, they're going to be stronger than, than I was growing up for sure. And, you know, uh, I'd say like, you know, um, parenting styles have definitely evolved for sure. What do you, where are you, where are you kind of like getting your parenting techniques from? Because you're obviously a new mother. Like, are you getting a lot more from your mom? Are you what, like, are you watching YouTube videos? What are you doing? <laughs> um, to be honest, um, I was already told not to compare parenting skills with anyone because it's different. It's mm-hmm. like every person is going to have their own personality you can't like I can't raise shy how I was raised um it's just not not feasible <laughs> no, I got you I got you and and I think that's important too like your your individuality should definitely shine through when you are raising your children you know what I mean um and yeah, I think so that, I basically uh-huh. no, no no go no, so I was gonna say, so I basically just basically wing it. <laughs> Every day is a learning curve for me. It's like, oh, what should I do here? What should I do there? Mm-hmm. Like she is teaching me how to be a parent. Wow. Wow. Can you open up a little bit more about that? Like what what does that mean to you exactly? Um, basically I I don't have it page by page on how to raise her or um, how to deal with her. So every day there's something new that she does or she learns and I have to react to it properly um, and basically just learn how to deal with it every day or every single moment that we go through now. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Would you also like, and I, and I'm trying to put myself in your shoes for a second here, you know, again, I'm not a parent, so I can only kind of like, you know, try to put myself in another person's situation and try to see if I can understand where they're coming from. And, you know, I've seen it with like other parents too. And I I always like to do that just to kind of imagine myself in the scenario when I do eventually have kids, but 
like, would you say that she also helps you increase your capacity to love and, and increase your capacity for patience and um, increase your capacity for whatever else? Yes, definitely. Especially patience. Well, I've always been a patient person, but she has taught me how to really be patient. Like, I can't get mad at her for things that she does, like getting hurt. I want to get mad at her because she does it, but I have to remember that she doesn't know better. And I have to be really patient and like, yeah, I just have to be patient. <laughs> and teach her, right? And, and, and show her right from wrong, right? Like, yeah. try to help her kind of see things, right? Like, I imagine that, like, is, uh, is challenging for sure, because I, uh, well, I would say right now, I'm a much more patient person than I was before. I was very impatient before I, I had no type of capacity for patience, but <laughs> I can imagine now, I, I can imagine if I was like a new father um, and I wasn't in the headspace that I'm currently in right now, I would probably be losing my shit to be real. Cause I like kids, like I was just clearly saying, like, I see them running around and doing some crazy shit. Like I just get scared. I get fearful, but that's something that like, I have to kind of get over. And I know that like, I can imagine for parents, um, that's probably a huge hurdle for them too. And, um, you know, you, we do our best, right? Like I, I, I'm well aware that my parents did their very best with raising me and, and, and how they knew how. So I used to hold, I used to harbor a lot of like resentment towards like, especially like my dad and, you know, my mom, but, um, you know, they were just doing the best that they could with what they knew. And, you know, I, I had to learn how to kind of just like, let that go. And eventually when you kind of come to a space where, you know, you're an adult, you, you take responsibility for your own life, like, and you just, you, you actually turn grateful. Like I was so thankful that like, cause you know, given the circumstances that I grew up in, like, you know, we didn't have much when I was younger you know, super young, like we didn't have much, but my dad always found a way to make it work. Exactly. Like he always like, he had to work three jobs. He worked three jobs. You know, we lived, you know, when I was first growing up, we lived in like some sketch ass areas where there was like burglaries and robberies all the time. And, you know, and it was, um, but he made it work. But my resentment as a kid was that like, I felt my dad was never there. You know what I'm saying? because mm -hmm. but that was because he was working he couldn't attend none of my basketball games my mom and dad broke up when I was a kid you know so my mom wasn't there she had her own issues going on so thank god for my grandma so like I had a lot of like resentment growing up but at the same time like I came to a place more in my adult years where I recognized like they were doing the best that they could and I'm just so thankful for my situation especially in the Filipino community like you know like I had I have very loving like a very loving family you know what I mean and I, I'm sure you could say the same thing for you I'm sure like with a big old family like yours you grew up in a lot of love you know what I'm saying which yeah. is which is dope and I've you know I've, I've had the pleasure of being around you and your family I could see the bond that y'all have so so that's dope you know what I mean can you uh -huh. tell me a little bit what it, what it means to you growing up in a Filipino community 
in culture? Um, well, it's kind of hard to say that I grew up in a Filipino culture um, because my dad was more Americanized. Um, but it's just, I don't, I don't really know. It's hard to say. It's all good. I mean, hey, <laughs> you grew up in you grew up how you grew up. You know what I'm saying? But well, I do know that um, I was always brought or I was always raised to like do traditional. Like I never expected to have a child out of wedlock. Like I always imagined I was going to get married, have a house, um, be completely stable. And then have children or a child. Yeah. But it's a different world now. <laughs> it's life. It's life. It, it, it doesn't always work out in that, you know, fairy tale type of yeah. manner that people, you know, kind of, you know, that's the story that we're being fed. And it's life, like, honestly, and, and it's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Just me personally, I think that it's part of evolution, you know what I'm saying? And who's to say that we gotta we gotta live that life based on other people's kind of expectations or yeah expectations exactly. that were given to us you know what i'm saying as long as like you're happy you know you got a beautiful daughter she's she's funny as hell like uh, um and she's obviously freaking um she's super curious she's just a kid you know what i'm saying yeah. but um yeah it's um what else did i want to talk to you about so really like how did you have to like this is a good one how did you have to kind of adjust your life like being a new mother and in COVID uh it COVID or the pandemic or yeah the COVID basically was a good and bad thing um because I was able to care from for shy uh every day because I worked from home and um, being able to provide for her daily to tend to her needs is a good thing. Um, Making sure she's healthy. She doesn't catch the variant that's going around. Um, Yeah, just... So with work and all that stuff, did you, um, was it, so you're telling me basically it was kind of a good thing that it happened because it allowed you to stay home from work and be with your kid 24 hours a day. So that's, that's, that's interesting because I always kind of look at it from a standpoint, like, oh damn, this COVID shit really like messed shit up. But for you, it was actually kind of like almost perfect because it allowed you to be able to work from home and, you know, as a new mom with a newborn child, like you got to be there every step of the way, which is like very important for a child's development, especially earlier on. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's an awesome, like perspective shift. So, you know, going back to kind of like how life was like prior to, you know, you having shy, I know you mentioned that you kind of lived a reckless lifestyle, which is very similar to me. And, and- <laughs> Trust me, I, I, I was reckless myself. I 
was, you know, I was self-defeating in a lot of ways. I had um, a lot of, a lot of um, situations where I probably should have never got out of in terms of like, I probably, you know, coming out alive, you know, I put myself in situations in, in harm's way constantly. And I was just so like misdirected. And it was mostly because of, it was a lot of my resentment, my rebelliousness. I was a lot of, you know, me being young, dumb, um, and just not giving a fuck, to be honest with you. And I'm curious what, what, if you don't mind, would you like to open up a little bit about your story? Uh, okay. You're the first to hear it, but um, so back in 2019, I would, I went through depression, um, and just a lot of heartaches and feeling lonely, just everything possible. Um, I felt like I wasn't, it wasn't worth living anymore. Um, so back in 2019, I did attempt suicide. Um, I was just not in the best mental health. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. And, you know, like we get to those places a lot of times in life where everything that's happening in our life is so erratic. There's so many different things going on and it, it does become hard to deal with. I've been in a space like that, you know, several times, especially in my younger years, you know, when I was, when I was reckless, I was, you know, doing a lot of drugs. I was, you know, drinking a lot of alcohol, just staying out late you know, sleeping around. I was doing a lot of crazy shit, just, just not really valuing my life. And, you know, I can very much relate to, to what you just said, because, you know, I've, I've definitely been in dark spaces in my life and, and even planned out, you know, how I was going to do it. You know, the, I even went as far as to go as like, like, what's the most effective way for me to do this without feeling that much pain? You know what I'm saying? And I, I almost did it. But fortunately for me, and, I, and fortunately for you too, I'm so glad that you're still here with us. Like, because, you know, when we get in those dark spaces, it's easy to feel like we're all alone, but there's actually so many other people that are going through those same things and we're all connected. And, you know, I'm so happy that you had a, a fighting spirit. How did you kind of get yourself out of that situation or like in terms of like mental headspace? Um, it is, it's still a process. Um, I'm still learning. Um, but the thing that mainly got me out of that headspace was the support system that I had. Um, the family and friends that was there for me every single step of the way. I had friends who made sure that to check on me every day when they found out, um, see if I needed anything. I had family. It's crazy because after the incident, um, after I got out of the hospital, I felt that my family got closer. It 
brought us closer just because they didn't know what was happening in like internally with me like they I'm always a happy person to be around like I don't show much emotions or like what's hurting me I don't speak out I'm not verbal I don't communicate when I'm hurt um and so they were surprised that that even or that's how I even felt but that's a majority of how incidents or suicides happen a person feels empty lonely the world is against them and so they don't reach out sorry and they don't reach out and ask for help yeah yeah that's um that's very much the case for sure like it's easy to feel alone and um and you know I'm, i'm glad that you have a support system that you do have and you know you were able to you know be around love when you got out of that because that's an important thing to kind of recognize that you know we have resources we have people like there's a lot of different things you could do if you are feeling in a dark space like reach out like like I think I think especially in like Filipino communities like is that is the reason why we don't communicate is because it's almost like we perceive that to be like a sign of weakness to like like ask for help or like to show that we're in pain like that ain't weak at all like I'm here to say that right now and I'm pretty sure you can agree with that like that is not weak at all like if you if you hurting and you need some help ask for fucking help you know what I'm saying like don't wait too long until you know you get to a point where you you know you're 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 actually gonna go forward with harming yourself right and because you just can't come back from that and I'm so happy that you're still here with us and kudos to you for fighting through that and you know and, and still being here because without you being here we wouldn't have a little shy you know what I'm saying? Well, she, is the, huh? she is the main reason why like I changed my life my mental health um is way better she is part of the reason why i am who i am and as strong as i am today got it that's awesome that's awesome and i'm I'm so happy that it even like brought your family closer together because that that's so dope right like you know you obviously it's a it's a situation that we wish would never ever happen like i wish nobody to ever go through some mental dark head spaces like that but you know, for you to come out of it and your family kind of emerge stronger and closer and have a more tight-knit bond. Uh, it's just, that's that's a great story to hear. And, um, you know, you're still writing your story, so you still have the opportunity to do so. Now you have a daughter with you, you know what I mean, and who's changed your life clear, clearly. And mm-hmm. I think that um, life is is, your whole purpose changes, right? As a mother, you know, like you're, Whereas before you, again, you were, you were for yourself. Now you have a little one looking out that you got to look out for. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's the purpose in life. That's dope. That's dope. You're absolutely right. And you know, that's um, like I was saying earlier with like Filipinos, right. We, or I just think there's like certain people, not even Filipinos. I, I don't like to sound like I'm over here just bashing filipino culture (laughs) 
but I'm, I'm speaking <laughs> from my perspective, you know what I'm saying? And like, I grew up and I'm pretty sure similar to you, we didn't really express ourselves. We didn't really, it wasn't kind of, at least for me, it wasn't kind of um, encouraged to express ourselves. It was more yeah. so like, you know, what I seen from like my parents and my grandma and, you know, it was just more so like, hold that shit in. Like, you know, be strong, be strong, suck it up, be strong. Like, and it's like, I think that's not even just a Filipino thing, right? That might also be just an American thing or just a human nature thing. Sometimes like, like we all know life is tough, but like, you know, you can't fucking just tell somebody to hold that shit in. You got to like help them like deal with this shit rather than fucking be like, yo, suck it up, keep going. Like, and you know, I think that's why like, I'm a lot more confident in the, the newer generations going up again, because a lot of that stuff's being brought to the forefront now. Mental health is such an important yeah. topic of conversation. Um, the stigma behind it's all changing. You know, before I used to think like getting a therapist was like a sign of weakness too. Like, oh no, you don't need no therapist. What are people going to think if I get a therapist? Blah blah blah. Like, like fuck that. Fuck what people. That's exactly think. what happened to me. Like, I, I didn't know how to express myself, and I always thought that. If I got, I know that it was confidential to go to a therapist, but um, keeping it all within me instead of getting professional help, I saw it as like, oh, you're crazy or like you're weak, but it's not. It's like, reach out, put that pride shit to the side, excuse my language, but Put it to the side and just ask for help. Reach out. Like it's always a good thing. There's people who will listen. Be there for you. So absolutely. And kudos to you again, Liz. I'm I'm so happy that you're still here with us and you you were able to fight through that and you're in a much better place now. Like, you know, you seem to be doing very well. And I'm 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 really happy to be to to be talking to you right now because obviously it could have been a completely different situation. You you wouldn't have been here. And, you know, like what you said is super important because it's actually not weak to ask for help. It's actually it's not brave and courageous to be like, to admit and say like, yo, I am struggling with this and I need help and reach out to the people that can help you and tap into the resources that can help you. And, you know, like, I'm so happy you said that because th- we have to, change that stigma not only for us but for like people behind us you know our kids our kids kids because holding that shit in only fucking hurts you more it all it's it's like a heavy weight to carry and like it fucks your head up you know and you start getting into these dark spaces and you know and then you could do a lot of harm to yourself or others and i think that it's so important to see this like shift in like uh mental health being a being a bigger issue that we all are paying more attention to and I, and I love that because it's going to help a lot of people and we can all coexist peacefully we can all find a place in this world we we all belong here you know we're all born in this world and we all belong here and, and if there's anybody out here listening to this podcast right now this episode between me and Liz you know just know that you belong here too like we all belong here if you're born into this world like you have every right to be here and you you're worthy you, know you have a purpose you have a purpose and we want you here you know what i'm saying and there are people that are willing to help and willing to connect and 
you know it's um it's important that you 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 make this make the uh actions actions necessary to to help yourself you know what i'm saying so you know with that being said i know it's a suicide awareness month too so it's a great kind of way to to talk about this and i know that you know that was really important for you to share so thank you for sharing that liz that takes a lot of uh, courage on your part too something new but i get i believe that people someone will get the good in this and you know reach out avoid hurting your loved ones like there's always something there's a purpose in life and there's always something better after it absolutely i agree 100 percent. i'm I'm like for, for my message to you liz is keep fighting keep growing keep finding enjoyment in this whole journey because now it's like you have this little one you know and it's like that's gonna there's so much excitement around that. There's going to be so many new experiences. I would just like say, keep going. You know what I mean? And like we mentioned earlier in this episode, you know, it's like important that you are your the best version of yourself, you know, for your little one, for yourself, before your little one too, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I think um, kids, they model everything that they see, you know what I'm saying? So if they see you, um, like for instance, like I already know, like when I have kids, again, God willing, <laughs> um, when I have kids, I want to model the best way that I can. I don't want to be like fucking doing some self-destructive shit around them. Like I don't want to, I don't want to, par- I don't want to like pass along any like of my trauma to my kids. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's why now you know, me not having a kid right now, it's an important time for me to kind of learn who the fuck I am and really start to address some of the demons so that eventually when I do have kids, like I am like as best that I can be. And and I know I'm well aware too that like you can never be fully ready to be a parent, right? Mm -hmm. Like you just kind of like it happens. Like I said earlier, life happens and, you know, you got to be prepared. So I, I just look at every kind of like day that I get to wake up and just try to like be a better version of myself. So eventually, when I do have kids, like I'll be able to kind of like give them everything that like I want to give to them. You know what I'm saying? I can't yeah. give what I don't got though, right? Yeah. So, but that's dope. I mean, um, before we get up out of here, um, I wanted to ask one more question. Um, as a new parent, like what are some tips that you can give to some other new parents, like like to help them? You know what I mean? Um don't quote me or like don't I don't want someone to be like oh well Liz said to do this and then it comes out it ain't gonna be all like that it's just it's more so like from your perspective something that you could share that that could you know uh, help other parents um well I I suggest that don't expect it to be perfect um it's there's never a right time to have a child so like if you say oh I'm not financially stable or I'm not ready to have a child no one will ever be ready to have a child but when the time does come I think um just make sure that you're raising them with love 
the good um, and uh, make sure that their environment's stable. Don't ever bring your traumas onto them or show them. Um, so like whenever I have a mental breakdown, like here and there, or like I'm really stressed, I try to not show shy that. So like I'll walk out of the room or like um, I'll have someone watch her while I go to the gym to take a little stress out. Um, just especially to moms, to females out there, we tend to be high and mighty, think we're independent. We don't need nobody. <laughs> F everybody. Uh, but put that to the side and just ask for help. It takes a village to raise a child. Wow. Um, I never believed that. I was like, oh, I can do this. In the first months of raising or having shy, I actually, I actually wanted to do it all on my own. Like I didn't ask my mom for help or my family for help. I didn't ask her dad to come watch her or things like that. But as time grew, I found that it was harder for me to try to man up and do it by myself. So I reached out and asked for help. So always have a good support system or try to have a good support system right right and tap into some resources that you can yeah like there's a million resources. resources yeah exactly so that's that's great i think that's a, a great way to kind of wrap things up here um what is there anything else that you kind of wanted to share before we get up out of here um no Okay, cool. This was a, we went over everything. <laughs> this was a this was a great discussion, Liz. And um, honestly, thank you for thank you again for your time. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me. Of course, and you know, I uh, I definitely appreciate you know your story and your journey. And um, I want to continuously encourage you to just keep going, keep fighting, like for real. And and you know, try to find enjoyment out of this shit. You know, life is supposed to be fun. Yeah, that's what I, that's one thing that I'm starting to realize more and more, Liz, is that like, you know, like I get stressed out too. Like, you know, just because I kind of like project that, like I am in a much more peaceful state, which I am, I am in very much in a much more peaceful state. Let's not get them mistaken, but I still have flaws. I still have triggers. I still have things that, that really, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm imperfect, just like everybody else. Like nobody's perfect. We shouldn't be holding ourselves to this impossible standard. Let's just, you know, live our lives and do the best that we can and lead with love. You know, like, I think that like, that was one of the main themes that you kind of like shared throughout this conversation was that love is super important. And I think that, um, you know, as long as we're doing things from love, not from fear and all that stuff, like, I think that like, we can create a better outlook for ourselves, for our children, for our children's children and you know, for the future going forward. So um, just encourage you to just enjoy this because we only get one of these things, you know, and you, you, uh, you actually had, you have a second chance, you know what I mean? You know, and I, I'm just so happy that you're still here with us. I'm sure Shy is damn happy that you're still here with us and your family <laughs> and your friends. And we're all happy that you're still here with us. And, you know, for anybody that's listening to this, this episode, I definitely want to just like, encourage you to to keep going as well you know what i'm saying yes, there is hope going. yes keep going enjoy this life as much as you can you know feel what you need to feel because i know it gets difficult sometimes but you know reach out 
reach out for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Don't feel like you're all alone in this shit because I felt that. I know Liz clearly just said she felt that. And, you know, um, that's not the case. There's, especially in this day of internet age, like we can reach out to like all sorts of like, come on now. Exactly. It's make friends with people all across the world. It's crazy. So yep. <laughs> yeah, with, with that being said, y'all, I really appreciate y'all tuning in. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I'm your host, CL The Source. This is Liz Argano. And uh, maybe we'll do this again sometime, sis. Yes, different topic. I bet. I'm down. <laughs> Thank you, y'all. I appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Stay blessed, y'all. Hey.